The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm so excited for today's uh, program, doing another episode from the home, getting over this flu bug or whatever it was. Uh, our guest today was really kind and, and postponed recording uh, to let me get better to do this. So we appreciate that. Uh, without any further ado, Tia Hunter, say hello to everyone. Hey, everyone. Thank you for having me today. And I'm glad yeah. you feel better. Yeah, I am. I'm glad I feel better, too. Uh, just staying out of the office a few more days to, to make sure I don't spread it to anyone else. Yep. Um, so glad you're here. Uh, you're with uh, the Dental Careers Institute, and we'll jump into that a little bit. Um, but to warm up our audience, why don't you tell us, how'd you get involved in, in dentistry? How'd you get in this industry? Uh, well, it was a, it was a fluke. Um, I didn't know what to go to school for, and I'm be completely transparent. I was... Um, a newly single mom. And, uh, I, uh, had my husband had left me and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. I had a baby and, um, uh, my marriage had fallen apart. My brief marriage had fallen apart and I didn't know what to do. And, uh, it was a, like a social worker that said, you know, there's a program that will help people like you uh, go to school. And, what do I got to lose? You know, I have nothing else to do. So I don't remember. They gave me a bunch of testing and I don't remember what the other four things were, but they said that there are five things that we will send you to school to be. And number four was a dental assistant. And I'd had a great uh, dentist growing up. I had a great orthodontist and I said, how about that? And looking back 42 years later, I think was the best decision I ever made. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's awesome to hear uh, stories of how, you know, people end up at dentistry kind of finds them. It seems that way, like yeah. through some circumstances, happenstance, yep. which is always really interesting. So how'd you go from there to where you're at now? And I know you've got to cover 40 years, so, but <laughs> we condense that into a minute or two. How, how'd you go from A to, to Z where you're at? Well, now? you know, I've always been very passionate about learning. And if I'm going to do this job, I'm going to do it the best I can. So you know, it, for me, it was a matter of continuing education, being the best I could be. Missouri, where I practice at, has a lot of expanded functions for dental assistants. So I, I dove into that. I wanted to be a certified dental assistant. I dove into that. And I had at one point asked my boss, you know, can we open a dental assisting school? And he was like, sure, why not? And uh, from there, we opened six of them. And uh, then I saw the need when you get dental assistants together, um, I saw the need to uh, teach nitrous oxide. So I got certified in Missouri and then Kansas and then Illinois and then Oklahoma and North Carolina and on and on. And when you get those dental assistants together, they have a lot of questions and they sure. would ask me about infection control and they would ask me about different stuff. And I had to be be equipped to answer those things. So I really kind of dove into OSHA and infection control and um, that's it. We, we offer now continuing education of all kinds. Um, 
you know, for team members, dentists, hygienists, assistants, uh, a lot of continuing education we do. Um, and I pride myself on, you know, being an expert because I, people challenge me every day and they want to know, where do you get your information? Well, right. this is where I get it from. So I won't tell anybody anything I can't back up in writing for that reason. Yeah, that's awesome. Appreciate that. Um, let's jump right into the kind of the heart of today's uh, message for our audience. What are what are the challenges? What are the problems that you're seeing practices, mm, well, dentists, you know, administrators facing today? Yeah, well, the biggest, of course, is finding those team members, right? Finding yeah. help and and hiring, um, for lack of a better term, warm bodies, because we need people. Right. And I've always been an advocate of hiring on attitude and personality and training on skill. And so, sure. you know, I believe that that's absolutely possible just to find those good people uh, and then bring them into your practice. Uh, that's so important. And then, you know, we can, dentistry is very universal, but every office does things a little bit differently. And so we want to be able to train them the way we run our practice and our culture. And so, you know, there is a lot of specialty training in there, but uh, main thing is, is finding those people. We've got to get them in the door. So we have to get people that are flexible, that have great customer service skills, because that's why people come to us because of our customer service. Not because they, you know, heard we're the best dentist. They heard that Mary at the front desk is amazing and the assistant is sure. amazing. And that's why. So it's getting the people in the door. And the second one is um, really just uh, training them. They, they have to be trained. Uh, you know, they're only so good and we've got to get them trained. And so that's where, you know, people like me come in uh, to, you know, get the team trained and, and doing things the right way. Yeah. So with this big crunch now and I, I'm having schools and having trained, I'm guessing hundreds, if not thousands of mm -hmm. uh, dental assistants over the years, the demand is obviously high, like you've mentioned, and everybody knows. Um, the cost is going up yeah. significantly, right? And you have to be able to meet that cost, mm -hmm. which means finding a place to um, lower cost in your practice right. or lowering your profitability, mm -hmm. something along those lines. Mm -hmm. What are some areas that you see that you can maintain higher and maintain keep amazing team members at competitive wages, meaning competitive for them, right? Um, right? W right, which keeps them financially intrigued, which is a real thing, mm -hmm. um, but yet uh, doesn't, uh, or, or I should say gives you the flexibility or a way to lower your costs somewhere else. What are, where's that? that well, you know, overhead is a huge thing. Overhead is a huge thing. I remember walking in a lot of times in my boss's office and he was looking at the pie chart and the biggest piece of the pie was overhead was, you know, a lot of the salary that he was right. paying out. And so there are lots of ways you can um, cut corners in your practice without, you know, compromising your care and without compromising right. infection control and OSHA. Um, you know, so it's important now. It's not just that salary, but people are going for benefits. They need that health insurance or, you know, they need, um, you know, a uniform allowance. You know, they, they need vacation time. They need some PTO. 
So to me, it's not just about that hourly wage. It's about what package can you get them? Some of our younger dental assistants don't get that. I didn't when I was a younger girl. You know, what do I need that for? But it is important. And so, you know, finding those ways to, you know, what products are you using? Um, you know, I pride myself on a, anywhere from a five to seven percent overhead in my practice uh, on supplies. Um, there are so many ways you can you can cut that down, and your supply person, your sales rep, is there to help you. They succeed right. when you do. So allow them to help you succeed. And maybe there are some products that you're not even aware of. There are so many out on the market. And maybe there are some products that you're not aware of that can do just as good a job as possibly this other one you've been using. Different sure. things like that. When I go into a practice, I go into a practice and I help them get compliant in OSHA and infection control. And there are lots of ways I can help them save money. And they're like, I didn't even know I could do that. Absolutely. Without compromising infection control. So there are lots of ways. You just have to ask the experts to help you and they will. Right. Yeah. If I was a, um, if I was a dental assistant mm -hmm. and I came to you and said, Hey, I'm, I'm earning as much as anyone in my market. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting paid top end money right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you have confidence that I'm very good at my job, that I'm, I'm higher than average, much higher than above average mm -hmm. than most. Um, but my employer is just saying, Hey, they, they don't have any room to pay me anymore. What advice would you give me as that person? What would you say? Would you say, leave the industry, look for work? What are some ways that that dental assistant can, can get to where they need to be? Well, I don't have that question a lot. Thank goodness. Um, I have a lot of people yeah. saying I want to move out of the operatory. Where do I go? But if you're truly, you know, wanting to stay where you're at, you love your, your boss, you love your team the grass isn't always greener. And right. what else can you ask your boss to do? Is there, can you get an extra week of PTO vacation time? Is there something that is, is an incentive for you to keep doing what you're doing, uh, but, and, and stay in the place that you love too many times. And we've seen it, especially in the last two years, that people move on thinking the grass is greener and they're absolutely miserable in what they're doing. So the first thing I would say is take a long, hard look and how, what are you happy with and what are you unhappy with? And sometimes we just have to, to say, you know, gosh, let's go to our employer and say, you know, I really love it here and I want to stay, but I'm having this issue and this issue and what can we do? It's not always, again, sure. it's not always about the dollar and I will have People tell me that over and over again. There have been surveys done to ask people, you know, what's the most important thing to a dental team? What's the most important thing? Money has come in number three. Money's not even the first thing. So it's it's a lot of time. It's respect. It's, uh, you know, people, you know, want a little respect. They want appreciation. They want thank you at the end of the day. So I want to ask you before you leave a place that you absolutely love, what is it that will make it better for you? And to stop and 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 look, uh, doctors are in a hard position right now. Team members, you know, we have seen brand new team members come on board and want more than what we're paying team members who have been there two or three years. So it's it, they put us in a tough position. I totally understand that. So you know, looking looking for different benefit packages and ways to work with your employer. Don't always think that you can just leave and you're going to be happy because you're making more money because you're not. Right. 
Yeah, and and I think on the flip side of that, you know, if you're a dentist and you lose an employee who's been great, who's been with you for a long time, and they're leaving because the grass is greener somewhere else, mm -hmm. which we know means it's actually usually never greener, right? Um, right? So what that term actually means, um, probably might be in your best interest to be really kind to them on their way out the door. You may be frustrated, you may be angry, you may be hurt scared all of those things and you may want to you know say hey don't let the the door hit you on the way out probably not the way to handle that because it could be two three weeks later where they say hey i made a mistake i want to come back and they're a loyal employee for the next five and years right? you've seen, seen that, that. Situation. i have personally had people yeah. contact me and say that i am so sorry i did what i did so you yeah. know it's it's people that are in bad situations that are happy but it's not they're not always like that they just think oh more money is going to make me happy not all. Yeah. With your awesome experience in this industry and, and knowing so many people, and obviously, you know, you don't have a crystal ball. If you have one, you haven't told me about it. And I will talk <laughs> I about that out after the show. <laughs> um, what do you think is going to happen? What do you, what do you, if you could predict in the next one to five years, what do you think is going to see? What are you going to, what are we going to see happen uh, between, uh, assistance and, and dentist and, and practices. What's that dynamic going to look like? You know, I think that it's going to calm down. I think that we are going to find those good team members and we are going to, everything's going to kind of level out before, you know, it was with COVID. Um, I think that hopefully, you know, there are many of us that preach appreciation, appreciation. And so I hope that, you know, doctors and office managers are seeing that and, you know, being more grateful for the teams that they have and for the people that have stayed with them uh, for any length of times. But I really think that this, this career, this whole you know, shortage is going to level out. We're going to have some good team members. Uh, we're even seeing our schools closing because people are, hiring uh, and they're training them on the job. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of schools closed. But I honestly believe that it's going to level out and that we're going to have, you know, uh, our, our positions are going to be filled. I think we're already starting to see a lot of that. But uh, it's it's going to take a lot longer to to get there. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, I, I think I agree with you on that. Um, let's talk a little bit about Dental Careers Institute. Um, and the, the website is dentalcareersinstitute.net. Tell us what kind of services uh, real quickly you offer and how you help dentists there. Well, we offer uh, a lot of continuing education. We are AGD PACE certified to give CE credits. So uh, nitrous oxide, you know, in several states. And uh, we teach coronal polishing in some states, uh, sealants. And, and not only that, but, you know, someone will call me and they'll have an entire new team and they'll say, um, I need my assistants. I got three new assistants and I need you to teach some radiology. We don't have the time to do that. You know, they're, they're working dental offices. So I will go in and, and, you know, we will teach radiology. We will teach, you know, anything that they need. Um, and right. then of course, infection control, we do yearly team trainings on infection control, OSHA and HIPAA. And, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow to go to a team, uh, and I'll be uh, teaching medical office emergencies and uh, opioids. So, you know, about anything you can think of that needs to be taught in a dental office, we can provide it for you. Yeah, awesome. I want to encourage our audience to check it out. Yeah. Dentalcareersinstitute.net. Um, Tia Hunter, thank you so much for spending the time with us today. We thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. And I know you don't feel your best. So thank you for doing this. Glad to be here. Thanks so much, Tia. You have a great day. Bye.